2: And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Thank you very much. Happy holidays
3: and welcome into our final show of 2022. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. So good to be with you. At Real Golf is our Twitter handle. Wrapping up 23 years of talking golf with you and just such a pleasure and what a crazy year it's been
4: bob happy holidays bud hey yeah man love it it's hard we're to believe in some snow here in utah and you know what we're winding up you know pnc father son begins today and uh, we're kind of finally winding up the season and when january the first week in january guess what? It's the tournament of champions Back at Kapalua and season
3: 24 of real golf radio. We'll, we'll look forward to that. And we wish you and your families all the best this holiday season and into the new year. And again, thank you for your time and in tuning in and, and following along with us here on real golf radio. We're going to take a look back. That's what you do, right? This, yeah. we've been doing this for a long time and, Everybody does it. Let's look back at the stories of 2022. Let's look back at the major championships of 2022, and uh, just what stands out. What was the theme of the year? What dominated the the game? What players uh, made Im- impacts and impressions? We'll we'll get into that. We've got some sound where we'll play some. Um, you'll hear from some of these players and some of the sound that we've had throughout the year, and uh, just kind of bring it all about and put a bow on it, if you will, for this time of year and wrap up this year 2022. And of course, you know, unfortunately, Bob, you cannot talk about 2022 without talking about Live Golf. And I know many are are tired of the whole Live Golf discussion. We're included in that. But when you're doing a year-end show, and clearly the number one story was the emergence and launch of Live Golf. And so many storylines came out of that one event.
4: It's kind of like COVID-19. You don't want to talk about it anymore. And now you got live golf, LAV golf, um, and what hits done to the game, the players that it's taken away from the PGA tour, um, how it's made the PGA tour step up, um, how, um, all the golf bodies are kind of starting to get together. Um, and it's, been an interesting year for sure. I love it. COVID-19, live 22.
3: Sort of the same thing. I'm down with that. I love um, it. It works. Stay tuned. We'll get into it all next. Just getting started here on a year-end show of Real Golf Radio.
5: Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up,
1: you know that driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal driving high will get you a DUI and if you're wondering if law enforcement can tell you're driving high well everyone else can friends
6: I can tell you drove high parents I can tell when you drive high
1: relatives I can tell you drove here high didn't you so what makes you think law enforcement can't I can tell if you feel different you drive different drive high get a DUI paid for by NHTSA
6: What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon POS patches reduce my
7: pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon POS reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain
8: medications.
6: For pain, I use Salon POS. It's good medicine. He sent me too.
8: For the latest holiday tech gifts at great prices, Staples has you covered. I need unbeatable prices on tech for everyone on my nice list. Staples has you covered. How about a tech gift that's music to her ears? Staples has you covered with the hottest tech gifts at great prices this holiday. And right now at Staples, the new Apple AirPods Pro second generation is just $199. You save $50. The latest tech gifts are at Staples, the working and learning store. Offer ends 1217. Limit two in-store only.
6: Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Tabocyclip. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR-positive, HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain.
2: To Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
9: Hey, thanks
3: again for joining us. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Twitter handle is... Real golf. And uh, we're looking back at 2022. But first, this segment brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com for all the details. Just there again this week. Got a couple of rounds in. There's nine holes open for preview rounds if you know somebody. And by the way, if you're listening to the show, well, you know somebody. I can help out with that. Um, but it is so tremendous. Absolutely love it. While we were getting powder of ep- proportions In northern Utah, it was sun-drenched St. George and green grass, black lava rock, white sand, and red mountains all around. Just absolutely gorgeous stuff. And you can be a part of it at blackdesertresort.com. Check it out and find out more. appreciate Black Desert and their sponsorship of the show here in 2022. All right, looking back, let's get into these storylines. Mentioned Live and the launch of Live Golf yeah. This is definitely the story of the year, and and how about these things, Bob? You mentioned a couple of them: players leaving the PGA Tour. I wrote down Phil's fall from grace, and you know what? Just for fun, I spelled it P H A L L. Phil's fall. You see what I did? there? Phil's fall. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, because you know, that's something yeah. Phil would have done. Yeah. Uh, and again, the reason being is that the oldest major championship winner ever was not there to defend at the PGA Championship at Southern Hills due to all of this. There was the war of words. There's the divided fan base. Lawsuits and counter lawsuits. PGA Tour's response. The PGA Tour player's response. And then what I want to call, Bob, the great disappearing act, as in who is fill in the blank. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. Sadly, for a lot of these, like, who is Kevin Na? Yeah. Who is Matt Wolf? Who is Brooks Patrick Koepka? Agreed. Thank you. Um, who is Bryson DeChambeau? Yeah. In a lot of instances, I had to think about the. I don't, I don't think about that because they're not in front of me. There is nothing that they're, they're not playing and competing on what I am watching and interested in. And so I call it the Great Disappearing Act. Now, they will counter that with, yeah, but it was the Great Magic Act. Just look at my bank account. Hey, I'm not arguing with you. Congratulations. Yeah. Good for you. Just fine. You you do what you're going to do. But all I'm saying is out of sight, out of mind in a lot of ways. And by the way, you bring up a couple of players there that I'm, you know, not too sad about having them in that great disappearing act. But all in all, just initial reactions as you think back on all of this and the disruption. There's no question that there was a disruption from live golf uh, into the in the professional game based on what occurred this year.
4: Well, and it started with Phil Mickelson when he taught when he said the obnoxious greed with the PGA Tour and how scary uh, the people are or the the ruling class is over there in Saudi Arabia. So that's where it started. Um, And then then it started to backtrack. He started to backtrack from there and it kind of put off the whole launch of LIV Golf until um, everything kind of smoothed out a little bit. But, uh, you know, uh, Phil continues to uh, feel like uh, and and speak his mind about the PGA Tour and what's going on with the PGA Tour and how the PGA Tour has reacted to LIV Golf and that he's responsible for that. Um, And uh, that's what I get from LIV Golf and kind of what how this all thing started out. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very surprised with the players that made the jump, um, especially with the way they talked up front, how they they weren't going to, and then went straight away from what they had said, um, and, you know, and and here we are after what twelve, how many events? <laughs> I don't even remember. Did they play? Events?
3: I think they played. Tw- yeah. No, they events. played eight events, didn't
4: they? eight events I don't 10 events whatever it is <laughs> um, and and here we are and we still don't know or still don't see that these how these guys win how they how they work out um, unless you really know where to go find them so with that said let's just do this on
3: the spot bob i know you and okay. i didn't we didn't spend a lot of time watching live if you were to ask me so what happened with live in the first year this is so uh, DJ, I think, won the most money. Yes. Uh, Pat Pat Perez was on his team and won a boatload of money but didn't play yep. very well, except yep. I think he played good in the final event. Yeah. And uh, Kepka won, and he actually some amazingly got emotional about it afterwards. I right. that was pretty interesting. Right. Right. Because, again, his response was so callous about everything he did on the PGA Tour other than winning major championships. Right. I just don't care. I just don't care. Anyway, uh, that's kind of... And then Cam Smith went over, and he won. So that's kind of what I would... That's all I could tell you about exactly what went down. Now you could actually look at that and say, "Well, then you guys aren't doing your job. You're not paying attention. How can you criticize the live if you don't give it a shot?" You know, that's probably fair. Also, I would say I did give it a shot and found it to be. I did tune in on the YouTube channel. I tried to watch some events, and I just didn't find it appealing at all. I I, I got lost in all the the leaderboard up and down the side there and the jumping Formula around Run racing. Yes. I, I just couldn't, I, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't follow it. And it was just different enough to me that it didn't hold my attention.
4: Well, and the other thing that, that they have not been able to do is, um, get major sponsors for the tour, uh, get a TV deal for the tour. Um, and because of that, their viewership was, negligible, you know, when you're talking 70 to 90,000, um, for any particular event, um, then, then it becomes very difficult for them to make an impact into the game that is lasting. So, um, yeah, I, I did, I looked, I watched a few times, um, and I just didn't, it just wasn't compelling to me.
3: You mentioned some of the players. This was always this was sort of the story at the major championships. This was Brooks Kepka, for instance, at the U.S. Open.
6: Why have you decided to
10: stay on the PGA Tour, and is that a permanent decision?
2: I mean, there's been no other option to this point. So, uh, where else are you going to go? Live. I mean, as of last week, that's it. I wasn't playing last week, so I'm here. I'm here at the U.S. Open. I'm ready to play U.S. Open. So, and I think. I think it kind of sucks too. Y'all are throwing this black cloud over the um, the U.S. Open, and I mean it's one of my favorite events. And I don't know why you guys keep doing that. But um, you know, the more legs you give it, the more the more you keep talking about it.
1: Is it a figure at which you would swap tours? Does that exist? Is it as simple as that?
2: I haven't given it that much. I mean, I haven't given it that much thought. Really? I, re- <laughs> I mean, I was. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm trying to focus on the U.S. Open, man. Like, I legitimately don't get it. I'm tired of the conversations. I'm tired of all this stuff. Y'all, like I said, y'all are throwing a black cloud on the US Open. I think that sucks. I actually do feel bad for him for once. Right. Because it's, I mean, it's. All
3: right. Anyway, it's that. That was, <laughs> I just, how bad a liar is that, right? I mean, it's just oh, yeah? a. <sighs> Uh, you give it legs, uh, and then he, I think he went on to say something about you can't drive a car in the rearview mirror or something. I don't know, he,
4: in the rearview mirror, yeah. Yep.
3: So, there, and but then you got some of the quotes you got. I mean, this is what John Rahm had to say, yeah. Money is great, but when Kelly and I was this first thing happened, we, we started talking about it. We we're like, will our lifestyle change if I got 400 million? No, it will not change one bit. Truth be told, I could retire right now with what I've made and not live a very happy life and not play golf again, so um. I've never really played the game of golf for monetary reasons. I play for the for the love of a game, and I want to play against the best in the world. I've always been interested in history and legacy, and right now the PGA Tour has that. There you go. So we got a lot of that on the other side as well. That was right. that sort of war of words. I'll say this again. Golf is not big enough to divide the pie and have it be healthy. So I don't think that live is a good thing. I did facilitate, obviously some additional money for the best players in the world and and it maybe rallied the best players in the world on the PGA Tour to unite and have these elevated events. We'll talk about that coming up next. We'll hear from Jay Monahan and his response and talk about the players' response and then get into the major championships and some of the other storylines as well. Thanks for joining us. Brian and
11: Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid
1: if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 817 2968 That's 800-817-2968. Let's say
7: life knocks on your door. And you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program... You can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Knock now and
1: get the cash you need out of your home. Easy EasyKnock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come
12: on.
2: You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
13: One day you'll get it.
2: Here's Brian and Bob. In this segment, it's
3: brought to you in part by Callaway Golf. Check out Callaway Golf and their lineup of Chrome Soft. Golf Balls, Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X, and Chrome Soft XLS. And uh, it's not too late to get a dozen of those for the golfer on your list. Uh, check it out. Uh, great gifts always. Uh, Check it out, callawaygolf.com. All right, so we were talking about uh, the stories, and let's just hit this, the, the response from the PGA Tour. This was Jay Monahan in his comments when they finally rolled all this stuff out. Here's how he summarized it. This is a remarkable time
0: for the Tour. We have and always will be the ultimate platform for a player who wants to compete for the trophies and the titles that matter most. To now have our top players rally around this organization and commit to a portfolio of tournaments like never before. I think our fans, our partners, our players are going to love it. And I promise you, there's more to come.
3: All right, so that was exciting to hear what he had to say and the way yeah. the players, how about the way the players got together? Tiger, Rory, Ricky, they called this meeting, and they all, you know, Tiger and flew in for her, Ricky flew in for her, and they have this meeting, players-only meeting, and they commit to the best players rallying
4: to play. That's big, right? Yep, it is big because those top players normally play somewhere around 12 to 15, maybe 18 events in a, in a single given year with majors included and in, and in, in everything the tour championship and the playoff events. But now those elite events or those elevated events plus the majors plus the tour championships, plus to, to a couple of other events, these guys are going to be playing 20 events and they committed to playing 20 events. Um, and because they want to keep the tour strong, especially in this era of, uh, the fractioning of golf and LIV. I think back on, uh, the
3: weekend that the live kicked off, and it was the Canadian Open and the players mm-hmm. that were there. And now you've got Rory, JT, Tony Finau in that final group. And the yep. show that they put on, Rory ends up winning, uh, becomes number one in the world. I mean, it was...
4: Got it was, to his 21st win, too. Was that 21? Yeah. I think that was 21, one better than somebody else he knows. Oh, was
3: that that's he did drop yeah. that out there, didn't he? Yeah. 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 So, I thought that was that was pretty pretty awesome to see the way they they put on that show and I think it was the one of the biggest ratings for the Canadian Open. We went over this a couple of weeks ago. So, um really really cool stuff and then of course Rory goes on to win the FedEx Cup and the Tour Championship, which is which is great. So, that's where all of the live stuff sat now. The great disappearing act we talked about, sadly, we lost some players that I would have liked to have seen stay, and most notably is Cam Smith.
4: Yeah, he's definitely you know, he's one that you know, guys asked him questions very uncomfortable questions at the open championship, just like they asked Brooks Kepka at the U.S. Open Championship. Um, he evaded, he had he dodged, and a couple weeks later, guess what? He was on his way to LIV golf to play in those events. Um, uh, he said that he wanted to play less. He wanted to take care of his family, which is kind of the mantra of everything that went on with the players. Oh, I want to play less golf. I want to have more time off. I want to, you know, take care of my family. I don't have a problem with that. If that's what you want to do, um, and you want to take the money, um, just to be honest about, that you're going to be moving, that you're going to be making the move, and and don't lie to us, don't lie to the public. But yes, he's can I stop the guy you there for a
3: second? That, go ahead. And, and right on the heels of that, now once they made the switch and
4: things got started, all they have done is lobby to try to play more golf, right? Because they need to get world ranking points to be able to no. guys to be able to be in major championships, because then it gives leverage if the players get into major championships and were to win a major championship, it gives leverage to LAV golf, uh, especially in this time that they're better or um, they're, they're better than the best in the game on the DP and the PGA tour. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
3: Let's, let's talk majors real quick. Let's begin with the masters, the crowning of Scotty Scheffler. Cam Smith was close in that one. Uh, Rory found his game, but it was too late. It was on Sunday afternoon, and he and me and uh, Morikawa hold out bunker shots on the 72nd hole for some nice highlights. Uh, Tiger gave it a go and made the cut. That was pretty remarkable stuff and certainly a huge storyline that week. But Scotty Scheffler, wow, capping off a heck of a
4: start to the 2022 season. Well, and the great thing about Scotty Scheffler is when we were in this position last year talking about what – you know, the end of the year and what happened on tour and stuff like that. Scotty Scheffler was making a push, um, but he never ever really made um, and didn't, hadn't won until he picks up his first win. And then he wins like four times in the matter of like three months and, or a couple months and wins uh, get works his way all the way up to number one in the world. Kind of like Rory did. When um, when Rory, you know, went on his tear to win and play extremely well in in the events and at the end of the year and after um, after the Canadian Open. But it's uh, it's amazing to see the success that guys have once they start going um, and they get one or two. And then we said, well, I don't know if he could necessarily win the Masters after winning three in the previous month or month and a half. And by gosh, he went out and did it.
3: Yeah, he did. This was the last major where we didn't have the live questions. Yes. Because it hadn't really gone yet. There were some live questions, but not are you going to leave? Are you going to leave? Are you going to leave? That started the PGA Championship. Uh, So, uh, by the way, the PGA Championship, Southern Hills, Southern Hills was great. Uh, I thought, I thought the redesign was, was, was terrific. I thought it provided a great test. And, It introduced us to Mito Pereira. That was a great story in the middle of the Justin Thomas and Will Zalatoris battle that they went into a three-hole playoff. A bunch of haymakers were thrown, and at the end of the day, uh, it was Justin Thomas picking up his second PGA and his second major championship. And Tiger, again, made the cut on a difficult walk. So you think about Southern Hills and Augusta, Very difficult uh, golf courses to walk, especially given the circumstances of Tiger. He then had to withdraw on the weekend, couldn't continue. But uh, I think we were all treated to an excellent championship there at Southern Hills.
4: Well, you you know, and you mentioned Will Zalatoris, who was in the playoff with Justin Thomas. He finished, what, um, tied for sixth at the Masters. Um, Then he goes to losing a playoff um, at... The PGA Championship, and we'll talk about him also in the U.S. Open, where he finished second. This kid had had not won yet. Um, he ended up winning later in the year. But Will Zalatoris is a guy that is coming on quickly in the game of golf, professional golf. Yeah, no doubt about it.
3: You mentioned U.S. Open. Oh, hey Brookline! Uh, that I was as excited about a golf course when Brookline came around as I probably have been on any. Major championship outside of Augusta yeah. National. What what yeah. a, what with the history of it all? What a fantastic venue for a U.S. Open.
4: Well, and that's what it it was—the history and a golf course that isn't extended out to seventy-seven or seventy-eight hundred yards. It was matter of fact; it was seventy-two hundred yards and relatively short for the best players in the game. But what a great what a great event! Uh, Great to see these guys get all in the mix, and great to see Matthew Fitzpatrick uh, hit that wonderful shot out of the bunker on the 18th hole and end up making par and winning the golf tournament. It was
3: absolutely ridiculous shot, and I think Zalatoris is like, are you kidding me? But that was was one of the best majors of the year. There's no doubt about it. We still have more to talk about with the U.S. Open. We'll do that coming up uh, in just a bit. Also, the 150th Open Championship at the old course was epic as well. We'll get into all of that. But coming up next, we're going to welcome in our good friend Ryan Ballingy from Golf News Net and GNN Radio. Uh, We'll ask him about some of these topics as well as we continue here, wrapping up 2022
13: here on Rogue Golf Radio. When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers.
9: Really? I just think about smashing it.
13: When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know. I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think of. Oh, that's bomb! With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Smoked it. Bombed. See ya. Think speed. Go rogue with Callaway, the Kings of Distance.
4: With just under four weeks till Christmas, are you stressing over what to get for everyone on your list? Shaker's Quality Goods specializes in seasonal Texas products superior in quality and taste. I'm telling you I've not tasted better pecans or grapefruit in my life. I hated pecans until I tasted them from Shakers. The grapefruits are like candy and sweet and salty roasted pecans are the bomb. Go to ShakersQualityGoods.com before they sell out and enter code REALGOLF for a 15% discount. You won't regret it. That's ShakersQualityGoods.com or on Instagram at Shakers.Quality.Goods.
13: There are currently two million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded The Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of one percent of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting The
5: Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting The Folds of Honor.
13: Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives
14: forever. If you can find more distance, you get that much more of an edge.
1: The ball
9: has to perform consistently in every condition.
15: To gain an edge, I need to see the breaks other people can't.
12: That's why I play Chrome Soft XLS. That's why I play Chrome Soft X.
15: That's why I play a Chrome Soft Truvis.
3: We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play, and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com.
13: Sometimes, less is more, like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more, like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology, like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw, from Callaway
2: now back to real golf radio with brian taylor and bob casper
3: all right welcome back it's real golf radio final show of 2022 happy holidays thanks again for being with us at real golf is the twitter handle and uh, as we've been mentioning last week uh, was our first debut on the new gnn radio network on iheart radio and the founder and uh brainchild behind it all is our good friend ryan ballingy he joins us right now as part of our year-end show ryan how are you man happy holidays
14: same to you guys. Thanks for having me on.
3: You bet. Hey, so before we get into stories and all that kind of stuff, um, congrats again uh, on the launch of GNN Radio and getting that all put together. How's it? Uh, how's it going? And and update our listeners on 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 all the all things GNN
14: Radio. So far, so good. We uh, we first really reached the public at the very end of October, just before Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, just before Halloween. And, uh, you know, we're a little bit more than a month and a half into it at this point, steadily climbing listeners every day, adding platforms, adding shows. Uh, we have close to 20 shows uh, now available on our, our radio station, which is available 24-7, 365 through our friends at TuneIn and iHeart. And you can listen in pretty much any minute or you listen to audio, whether that's on your smart speaker, in your car, on your phone. Use Android Auto, Apple CarPlay, Bluetooth. I mean, you name it, you can you can listen to GNN Radio, uh, and and very very happy with the response so far. And hopefully, as the the golf world kind of stirs back to life in in January, we are very well positioned for the, the start of a new golf year.
3: That's awesome. I you know we yeah. had this brainchild as well. You know, there's so many great little golf shows all around the country and guys that are, you know, do a really nice job. And I, I had the thought, why don't we put them all together sometime? But you know what? Uh, I was I was too old for that, Rye, so I'm glad that you were doing it. <laughs> it's, a, it's still a great idea, and you're executing it. And uh, the technology is there too for it. You know, I think back 20 some years ago when we started this and it was, uh, it just, it, it's so much technology advancements in, in, in radio to be able to put all this together and to be able to access golfers directly wherever they might be is pretty cool too.
14: Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I mean, I, I tried this concept, of a very different uh, state of life, you know, eight years ago or so and I'm called a GNN radio as well. And the technology has evolved tremendously and I think the way people feel comfortable accessing things that are high quality streaming products, whether that's on your TV or on your mobile phone or however you choose to access that type of stuff, that has become more commonplace and accepted. And I think that makes stuff like this possible versus, you know, eight, 10 years ago, you told someone you were on the internet, they, were, they looked down at you and now you tell them you're available for streaming. You're like, oh, that sounds interesting. So uh, times have changed and acceptance has changed it, which is a good thing.
4: Yeah, Yeah, and podcasts have definitely changed um, and shows like what you have on the radio um, have definitely changed um, the way people listen to music and everything combined. Yeah, and I spend a lot of time listening to stuff that's streamed.
14: I mean, whether that's radio apps, whether that's Spotify, whether that's You know, whether, however you choose to listen to music these days, you probably don't do it off of an MP3 player like I did 15, 20 years ago. So it it just is kind of the the sign of the times, the easiest way to access things. And hopefully we can be at the forefront of that for golf and, and bring a first of its kind thing to the marketplace and be successful with it.
3: Yeah, you know what? Uh, the old Walkman, rest in peace. Was, those were the days. Those were the days.
14: I still have one of my. I still have, have some of my old Sony technology sitting <laughs> around
3: somewhere, probably in my parents' house. That is awesome. That's great. You're not even old enough to have Walkman,
14: are you? For real?
12: You have a Walkman? Have oh a Walkman? yeah. Okay. I, All right.
14: I had a Walkman. I, I had a Discman. Yes, the um, Discman was sweet. Oh my! I love that thing so much. Man, I wish. I wish it was 15 again sometimes.
3: (laughs) Remember how careful you had to be with that so it didn't skip? (laughs) Yeah. You couldn't hold it on its side because God forbid. Yep. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, oh, good stuff. All right. Well, listen, let's transition again. Congratulations. Everybody check it out. GNN Radio. It's on iHeart. Tune in uh, basically where you find podcasts. And all of us uh, who have been doing golf shows and even new and emerging shows are all collecting and coming together here, which is pretty cool stuff. So um, uh, we're we're happy to participate and be a part of what Ryan's doing. And uh, I think it's going to be great. So uh, 2022, I, I mean, it's hard to talk about 2022, Without the number one story, which is certainly the emergence and launch of Live Golf. And from this one story, if you will, came so many other stories. And Bob and I have just been kind of touching on this, but. Wow, the branches off of this from the players leaving the tour to, you know, Phil Mickelson's fall from grace, not being there to defend as the oldest winner of a major championship at the PGA at Southern Hills, the war of words going back and forth, the divided fan base, the lawsuits and countersuits, the way the PGA tour responded, the way the PGA tour players responded, and and the official World Golf Rankings discussion. I mean, it was just, it's so interesting uh, how much it disrupted the sport of golf this year. And I suppose, as John Rahm said, some of it is going to be good. At least the top players are going to get some more money out of it. And those that went to live certainly got some money. But I still question whether I can actually say this has been good for golf. Uh, What do you think? How How do you look back on all of this this year?
14: I mean, just a year of incredible change that we probably haven't seen in this sport in 53 years. 54 years and yeah. Jack and Arnie got together and decided to form the PGA tour as we know it and the, take the tournament players division into its own thing away from the PGA of America. And I, I don't know if live will have that kind of lasting impact 40 years from now compared to what that decision was and what all, what all that meant. But it definitely has fundamentally changed how the PGA tour operates, how it caters to its top players. Uh, how the top players are perceived in terms of value relative to lesser performing players and how access to the the burst of money that's available in golf has changed in just a few months. And it's going to be really hard to undo any or all of that. If, and when the day comes that live goes away and all of a sudden the competitive marketplace, the PGA tour has been thrust into this year suddenly becomes a pretty easy monopoly again. And I I, I don't think it's going to go backwards. I, th- I think this is the way it's kind of going to be moving forward and whether that means they can bring up the the, the mediocre player, the, the middling player, the guy who plays 25 to 30 starts, they can bring up the purses on the Corn Fairy Tour and they can help the, the DP World Tour kind of grow back into something more like what it was. 10 years ago. All of those things are kind of open questions. And if Liv goes away someday, what will happen to these guys who took the Saudi money? Will they be welcomed back? Will they have to pay a penalty? What will all that look like? Or will Liv just be here? I, I mean, there's. I feel like for as many questions were asked and somewhat answered this year, there were three times as many that we don't know the answers of in the short, medium, and long term.
4: Well, and you know, uh, just in the last week or so, we've uh, heard what, their overall focus was to get this thing up and rolling and get it going with, you know, signing the top 12 guys, including Tiger Woods, uh, Rory McIlroy, and some of those other guys. Plus, having guys like Michael Jordan and Condoleezza Rice and everything on uh, uh kind of a, a board, executive board, so to speak, and that didn't materialize. So it's uh, – it's pretty difficult, or, or they're kind of in a difficult position right now because what they were really kind of fantastically going after didn't materialize, but yet they're still playing their events and still trying to uh, to pursue and further what they've done with L.A.V. Golf.
14: I mean, first, kudos to McKinsey, the consulting company, because they have figured out a way to extract millions, if not billions of dollars from various authoritarian governments to tell them their pipe dreams are a good idea. Um, and that turn that into a successful business model. But uh, I, what I can't understand is, and, and I uh, probably will never know this is whether or not the Saudis who are behind the public investment fund and Saudi golf Federation and golf Saudi thought that the golf world would welcome them with wide open arms and, and with their money. And, and they didn't expect the reaction that they got. Or that they just did not understand their market well enough um, to to perceive that maybe the golf world didn't want them or didn't want what they're offering now as a, a welcome site. Because some, I mean, some of the stuff you talked about in the New York Times piece of yep. you know, having a board with Michael Jordan and Condi Rice on it, Ginny Remini—I I mean, members of Augusta National—who have. Uh, uh, apparently the club pretty soundly said no thanks to live uh, and anything they have to offer that, that Michael Jordan would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that. Uh, a guy who founded a club in Florida for his, his own purposes, in part because he didn't like what Craig Norman had going on at medalist. I mean, there's all kinds of different stuff in there where you read it and you go, did they think this stuff through? <laughs> and I'm, I'm not entirely sure that they did. They just figured, Hey, we've got a lot of money. We, we can peddle some influence here and, And maybe this will turn out to be really successful and to a degree that's been true. I mean, they have signed a a lot of well-recognized players to this concept and they have successfully thrown their money around what they haven't successfully done yet. At least is gain adoption, gain interest from the general golf marketplace, general sports marketplace. They haven't found sponsors. They haven't found a TV deal. And I, I don't, know that they have a clear business model to entice sponsors or potential purchasers of the team concepts that they have built. So they've done some of it, but a lot of it they haven't. And I still don't see how a lot of that gets done in the next three to five years.
3: Well, we're here for it, and we'll see <laughs> We'll see <laughs> what what happens and how it plays out. Major championships this year, I thought, was uh, some serious highlights. And, and I'll throw the President's Cup in there as well, as it was super compelling. <laughs> and um, But, you know, you get the crowning of Scotty Scheffler uh, there at Augusta. Uh, the PGA Championship introduced us to Mito Pereira, and then Justin Thomas battling Will Zalatoris, you know, and in both of those, Tiger makes the weekend. And then, oh hey Brookline, we get a chance to see that again. And what Fitzpatrick and Zalatoris, and even John Rahm in the mix there. Um, and then the 150th Open Championship, you know, when you look at, at St Andrews, when you look at all of those majors, man, it was a good one.
14: It was. And it's weird to say, I mean, I'm, I'm not calling the Masters dad this year, but in terms of maybe intrigue at, at the end, at the 72nd hole, maybe that was the worst one, and that was still really good because Scotty Scheffler in eight weeks became the best player in the world and a major champion, right. and a certifiable world number one. What an incredible story. At the finish of the PGA, it, it felt like it was underappreciated for what it was. It's been Mito Doubles the 72nd hole, a a terrible fate for a guy that went off 300 to one to start the week. And then you had Zalatoris there. You had Thomas there. I mean, you had a bunch of young guys who were really part of it. And now JT is a multiple time major winner. That's a big difference between being a one time major winner and a two time major winner. Uh, But the U S open was, was going to be the major of the year because of the finish. And I mean, Fitzpatrick 72nd hole getting up, up and down basically for what he needed to do to get through the green and two putts for the win from the fairway bunker on the 72nd hole. Incredible putts to be able to do that. And then you cap it all off with an incredible final round at the Open Championship at the home of golf. I mean, it it just escalated from event to event to event. And you don't usually get that in a major year, which is pretty cool about 2022.
4: Yeah, Yeah, and all the guys under the age of 30. And how rare is that?
14: I mean, we have kind of expected in recent memory that the Open is a place where, you know, you can score one for the older guys, so to speak. And maybe occasionally at the Masters, you kind of get a throwback to uh, someone who's been a champion or has been a, a top golfer at some point earlier in their career, being a contender, if not a winner. And we, we did not get that. I mean, this was certifiably a year for the, the young gun.
3: Ryan dot golfnewsnet.com, GNN Radio, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So, so some of the other stories I'll just throw out and get your comment. I mean, Rory with a huge representation for the pga tour winning that canadian open i mean how big was that on the opening weekend of live and then of course goes on to win the fedex cup and and crown the winner there tony Finau broke loose tom kim had his own hello world moment and that led right into the president's cup uh, lydia Ko make a made a comeback nelly corda with the blood clot and then returning uh, there's so many great golf stories of those um comment on any of those and any others i didn't mention right there
16: I mean, Rory
14: has been incredible all year. Whether I mean, there's probably a minority of golf fans who are probably sick of hearing from him or hearing him defend the PGA Tour, but I, th- I think a lot of people rallied behind him. He knew the pressure he was under and still performed. Got to number one in the world again. Uh, became the only guy in the, obviously the short history of these two things existing, but to be the FedEx Cup champion, world number one, and the Race to Dubai winner in the same year—that's pretty remarkable to do that. And then you've got Lydia Ko, who went from the depths of darkness just what, two, three years ago, struggling to finish in top tens in tournaments, struggling to find her swing, love for the sport. Now she's happily engaged. She's about to be married. She's number one in the world again, won the two, the biggest first-place prize in the history of women's golf, um, which, by the way, the money in that sport that has increased so much in the biggest tournaments in the last two, three years has been amazing, really, really great stuff. And then I, I'll throw in an extra one out there. I mean, Tony Finau had his his moments you just talked about, Tom Kim's breakout star. Andrew Shawley had a couple back to had back to back wins and looked unbeatable for about three weeks, which was pretty cool for him. And then to have, uh, I'll add in one more: Steve Alker uh, yeah. has changed his life on the PGA oh, Tour. Yeah. Champions was just a, a kind of middling pro journeyman kind of guy. That's a disrespectful word, in my opinion, but would be labeled as such by a lot of people. And turned fifty, and something went off in him that he is now a world beater and the best player on the PGA Tour champions. And and one more for the champion: Bernard Langer is one win away from Hale Irwin at 47 wins on the 50 plus tour. One win away at what, 66 years old. He's the oldest winner of a PGA Tour sanctioned event and he broke his own record this year. I think there's still a chance he could catch Hale Irwin and that's one of those records in golf where you're like, there's no way that's ever going to get matched. And if Langer takes it or matches it, no one's ever getting there ever again. So pretty remarkable.
3: <laughs> See, lots of great stuff to be excited about with golf. Don't have to focus all on the live and the, the chaos that, that they caused. And in some ways, it kind of ticks me off because it did dis- distract, if not take away from some of these great stories. Uh, so that that's what we're anxious to hear about. What's Augusta going to say? Um, how's that going to go down? Because do they want that kind of distraction? You know they don't. Um, but will will they be there? And will though that distraction continue to linger at the inside the Hell of Gates of Augusta National? Hey, Ry, thanks so much for taking the time. Really appreciate it. Uh, you've been great all year. We we sure appreciate talking golf. Love talking golf with you, and wish you and your family all the best here into this uh, holiday season and and New Year.
14: Feel, feelings mutual. Thanks so much for having me on. Over the years, it, it's always great to talk golf with you guys. Happy holidays and happy holidays, to everyone listening.
3: There you go. Ryan Balanchy, golfnewsnet.com and GNN Radio. Check it out on iHeart. Tune in and uh, where your favorite podcasts are found. Pretty cool stuff. You can catch Real Golf Radio on the platform as well. We'll take a short break. More of the show next.
5: Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health.
2: Talking Golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
13: One day you'll get it.
2: Here's Brian and Bob. Thanks to Ryan Ballinger
3: for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Appreciate that. If you missed any part of the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Real Golf, where we'll uh, download all of the segments and the show in its entirety. You can also search for Real Golf Radio wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Still to come on the back nine hour number two, America's Favorite Caddy joins us as we continue looking back at the big stories of 2022. Well, since it is Christmas time. Mm-hmm. There's that Christmas song, Grown Up Christmas List, and what those right. wishes are and how they change. So what's your golfer Christmas
4: wish, Bob? What do you put on that golfer list? Okay, so I got two of them, and I do it at the end of every year and at the beginning of every year. Um, Rory McIlroy with a Masters win Oh, for a career Grand Slam. And Jordan Spieth with a PGA championship win for a career grand slam.
3: You really want to increase that. I want to group see that of I want to see that. Career Grand Slam winners. I want to see that. You do. You're yep. there for it. I do. I appreciate that. Here's here's mine. Okay. A healthy leg for Tiger Woods. <laughs> that is a good one. That's a good one, right? I like that. I would love to see yeah. one last shot with a healthy leg yep. for Tiger Woods. But yep. The problem is, is even if he got the healthy leg, would the healthy back and the, everything else go along with it? I don't know. Poor guy. <laughs> All right, listen, we got to take a a break here at the top of the hour. When we come back, you know, we still got more to get into on the major championships. We barely scratched the surface on the U.S. Open and the Open Championship. It was the hundred and fiftieth edition, so we got to spend a
16: little more time. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for the video game review. We'll review games. We'll give away a brand new game. We'll talk cheat codes, new releases, and your calls as well. That's right here every Sunday night on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
9: Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. A special news and update station you control. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk.
14: You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
9: USA News, I'm Rich Johnson. Those cheers at the opening bell at the New York Stock Exchange this morning might be the last cheers there today. The Dow Jones Industrial Average has been down by as much as 800 points, or more than two and a quarter percent. There are similar losses for the S&P and NASDAQ indexes. This following yesterday's hike in interest rates by the Federal Reserve and fears that the seven rate hikes this year will the U.S. economy into recession. Adding to the fear, the Commerce Department report today showing retail sales in November fell by six-tenths of one percent.
11: Retail sales are mostly goods and are not adjusted for inflation. Last month's decline in sales suggests holiday shopping was pulled forward into October. Motor vehicle shortages also depressed sales at auto dealerships.
9: Correspondent Cooper Banks. The move to pass a full-year spending bill continues in the U.S. Senate, despite some Republicans' calls to pass a short-term bill and take up the bigger measure next year one republican not in favor of that is alabama senator richard shelby i think it's irrational to shut
4: down the government always it's the wrong message the american people don't want
9: that the government faces a partial shutdown tomorrow unless lawmakers find a solution more trouble for house republican leader kevin mccarthy's effort to become speaker the news site Axios says five very conservative house members will vote as a block on the speakership the five are andy Biggs. Matt Gates, Ralph Norman, Matt Rosendale and Bob Good, most considered never McCarthy members who won't support him no matter what concessions he offers. They're going house to house in the tornado ravaged towns and parishes in Louisiana today. Dozens of homes destroyed. At least three people are known dead from the storms. The system now bearing down on the northeast, maybe a foot of snow today in central New York state. This is USA News.
2: Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider. Who- prescription is appropriate. Restrictions. respect for full details and important safety information. Subscription required.
9: Hey, guys. Did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? For hymnscom slash joy. At Hymns you'll get a free medical consultation, discrete shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, forhymns.com slash joy. That's forhymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. It's not a huge drop, but it is the biggest ever. The real estate website Zillow says nationwide rent prices fell by four-tenths of one percent last month, the biggest drop in Zillow's history, which is only about five years. The biggest month-over-month declines more than one percent in Raleigh, North Carolina, Austin, and Seattle. The clock is ticking for you to get your holiday packages into the U.S. mail. Details from Tim Berg.
2: The U.S. Postal Service says... Saturday, the 17th, is the latest you can send packages by its cheapest service, Retail Ground, and be assured they'll arrive by Christmas. It's the same deadline for first-class mail. Priority Mail will give you a bit more leeway. The deadline is Monday, the 19th, and for your last-minute needs, the more expensive Priority Mail Express service will let you send items by the 23rd. I'm Tim Berg.
9: Comedian and film star Adam Sandler is getting a major honor for the work he's done so far in his life, the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor.
7: You are the worst wedding singer in the world, buddy.
9: Well, I have a microphone, and you don't.
7: So you will listen to every word I have to
9: say! Sandler will be the 24th recipient of the prize for what's called his tenure as a fan favorite over three decades of film, music, and television. The Mark Twain Awards Ceremony will be at the Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts in Washington in March. Rich Johnson, USA News. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell her, but I didn't wait.
6: I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait.
8: They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times likely to have a sp- If you have one, more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer.
0: Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now.
1: 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845.
2: Well,
4: we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two, probably follow me to the 10th
1: too?
2: On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio, with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the tempo. Here's Brian and Bob.
3: Well, thank you very much and welcome in to hour number two of the back nine of Real Golf Radio, wrapping up year 23 of doing the show, and of course, wrapping up the year 2022 here on this calendar season. PJ tour will continue final wraparound. That's another storyline, Bob mm-hmm. that came out of all of this is the end of the wraparound. We'll go Absolutely. calendar year
4: starting in 2024.
3: Yeah. Yep. Actually, that's good. crazy. That's good. Actually. I'm really happy. Yeah, about that.
4: Shorter, shorter season. Um, and, uh, no wraparound. I'm okay with that. Yep.
3: Caddy's going to join us coming up later this hour. Stay tuned. We'll spend a couple of segments with him talking about some of these storylines as well as the major championships, Let's talk about some of these other storylines that okay. we haven't had a chance to get to because we we will touch on the the live and the majors with the caddy coming up. But one of them was how about Tony Finau breaking loose? What a year for T!
4: Yeah, that was uh, phenomenal to see him win prior to the you know the end of the year, and he wins back to back, and then he comes out and wins again at Houston to make it three within a, a short period of time so great to see him playing great to see him get more comfortable and winning tournaments and i expect more out of him this coming year
3: yeah i mean that this reaction was pretty cool
11: um you know honestly on the first hole I, I didn't know if i had it in me today it was one of those days where i just fought and fought and i made a lot of nice putts on the front nine to kind of call me into things and um you know, I've never been in this position before, meaning that big of a lead with, uh, with nine holes to play. So a lot of new nerves, I would say, and, and, um, and things. But overall, I felt uh, as the, the round went on, I felt better and um, just happy to get a W today.
3: Audio courtesy of the PGA Tour and Golf Channel. But yeah, super cool. Hey, you know what? The way he's playing right now, Bob, he better get used mm-hmm. to some bigger leads because yep. he turned that into a spot into the President's Cup. And oh, by the way, how good was the President's Cup?
4: Oh, the President's Cup was phenomenal. Um, it was fun to see uh, the the um, international team, especially Tom Kim, uh, make his debut in or the President's Cup and what he was able to swing? do uh, in trying rip, to spark his team to get close and have a chance Dodgers, to win. Yeah, there's
3: no question Drew about Evans. it. It was huge, the I think, rip for rip the, will help for the event itself but also for the players the barrel, that are starting and yeah. that Zone process that Captain Immelman talked about. Brick, another Drew's brick in the house that they're building with that shield. Com. Pretty cool stuff. Hey, when we start. come back, we'll you continue this next here on Real Golf
11: Radio. By AVs. now, you've probably heard about get the, the new golf resort coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort
3: at Entrada. This is going to revolutionize what Utah has to offer in a year-round one-stop golf and vacation experience at Black Desert Resort. You'll get to play the new 19-hole Coming Tom Weisskopf well, championship golf course. Friends, Own your game
6: at the I can state-of-the-art
3: practice high. facility Parents, and have a blast on the 36-hole putting high. course. And that's just getting started. Black Desert Resort features high, a resort you? center hotel, well, several residential can't. villages designed for your vacation you mood, including a family different. village drive offering high, endless fun high. in the water pay park, on-site shopping, dining, spa, hiking, and biking trails. Just begin to describe Black Desert Resort, situated below Snow Canyon close to everything. For the exclusive my real estate pain pain opportunities available do the at Black Desert to do day. In com, a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Paws reported improved
7: sleep, at mood, and the ability to work. Before, they had less pain and were able to reduce their use distance. of oral pain medications. You get that much more
6: for pain. I use Salon Paws. It's good medicine.
8: For the latest holiday tech gifts at great prices, Staples has, has you covered. I
6: need unbeatable everything. prices on tech for
8: everyone on my nice list. Again, Staples you has did. you covered. How about a tech a gift that's music to her ears? Quiet, Staples has you covered so with the so hottest right, tech gifts at, right right right. Right at right. Right so great prices this I holiday. And right, right. and right now at Staples, the new Apple AirPods Pro second generation is just 199 You save $50. The latest tech gifts are at Staples, the working and learning store. Offer ends 1217. Limit two in-store products. Moments like seeing my mean a lot to
6: me. I'm telling you I have not tasted better because or grapefruit in my life. I have not that is that is pecans to until other parts I tasted the them from Shakers. Even more. The great treats are like candy and
4: sweet and salty ibrids. roasted pecans are the bomb. Go to ShakersQualityGoods.com before they sell and out and enter code Real golf for a fifteen percent discount. First base you won't regret it. Ask your That's shakersqualitygoods.com or on Instagram at Shakers. We think we think
6: about speed-tuning every aspect of the new road testing drivers. Really? I think Smash again, shortness of breath,
0: unforgettable power.
6: Before think taking my breath, tell your doctor if you have favorite chills or know. other signs of infection. I do Kidney problems are a chance to become pregnant or are breastfeeding. Common side, disease. Disease. Common side effects include fun. low red with blood, with blood cell and low frequency of infections, tiredness, nausea, sore milk abnormalities in liver, blood, tests, diarrhea, rare phenomena, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite.
2: to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. And this
3: segment is brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com at new Tom Weiskopf championship design course, his final 18-hole design, uh, 19-hole design, I should say. And, uh, you know, it is it is absolutely a gem there's exclusive real estate opportunities available at this brand new resort which is under construction and you could be a part of it at BlackDesertResort.com. we mentioned the president's cup and how good that event was i was impressed with captain immelman and the way he conducted himself and the team and here's what he had to say afterwards
8: you know we have a system that we like and a plan and a strategy and feels like to me you know this was an important week for us just to Just lay a couple more bricks in this house that we're trying to build. We're here for the long run in this event. We're going to win this event. So we'll keep building. We'll keep fighting. At some point, we're going to win.
3: I mean, I love it, right? I mean, I was a big fan of Immelman and his captaincy. And now Mike Weir uh, just anointed the next President's Cup captain in Montreal, his home country there of Canada, which we couldn't be more thrilled and happy for Mike.
4: Yeah, we talked with Mike just uh, a few weeks ago about um, being made the captain, and and it was fun to hear him and his conversations before the Presidents Cup when he was a vice captain. He's done that uh, two or three times, but to hear four or five times, I think. Yeah, <laughs> h- his him what it's meant to him to be part of the Presidents Cup and how some of his fondest memories in golf are are tied into that. And now he gets to be the captain, and he's got a couple of great uh, Canadian players. Also, that could be on his team as well. It's just a great, really cool opportunity and honor for Mike Weir.
3: And how about the way that the Koreans rallied, and the way that Captain Immelman and Captain Weir and that whole group was able to, you know, bring the, which you know there was a lot of comments made that the Koreans often are subdued. They don't aren't quite as boisterous. And then you get Tom Kim, and he certainly had his Hello World moment. It was. You know, say Woo was out there. I mean, the whole thing was very exciting. I found myself really rooting for these guys, you know, oh, yeah. even though I'm obviously a, an American fan. But I, I really was rooting for these guys, and, and it, they put on a great show. Tom Kim is is electric. He's exciting. He's won. And uh, I don't, you know, the accolades are there. Who knows, right, what the what the limit is for, for a guy like Tom Kim. But right now, there is no limits, and he's going to be somebody to watch in 23.
4: Well, and the other cool thing was how he acted when he met with Tiger Woods in Bermuda at at Tiger's Human World Challenge, yeah. and um, the the way that uh, that Tiger spoke about him, how he's got a he's a phenomenal talent, he's won golf tournaments, he played well in the Presidents Cup, and a Tiger, Tiger respects players that really work hard to get where they're at, uh, and he talked about it that week as well. Um, and he is seeing that out of Tom Kim, and he was impressed.
3: Let's talk about the American side of this. They continue their domination. Bob, they made putts when they had to make putts. Yep. They hit shots when they had to hit shots. They seemed loose. They played free, and they seemed to be 100% united as a group. How much of that is just this system continuing to roll on from Ryder to President's Cup with this young nucleus?
4: Well, I think it. I think that's a big, that's a great point, Brian, because um, we're starting to see that in the game now. The youth in the game. We've got. Uh, we saw it in the in the Ryder Cup, um, but you know when you talk about JT and and Jordan Spieth, and you talk about Max Homa, and you talk about. Um, some of these guys that um, have played now in the President's Cup um, that have also played in the Ryder Cup, it can't help but continue to foster really, really good um, momentum, especially going into that Ryder Cup. And it's kind of, it seems like it's, we've talked about this before, like it's the momentum is switching over again and we
3: as we've seen what the europeans were able to do with that momentum it lasted a couple of decades almost three decades yep and so you have to think with the turnover on team europe's side that regardless of the fact that they're playing in rome on european home soil Mm -hmm. the americans are going to be highly favored yeah in this and so and it wouldn't surprise me if they get that that win on foreign soil and bring it back here and have a little run of dominance with this group. And of course, we're here for it. We want to see it. I know how much it means to you and your family, with your dad being the all time winningest Ryder Cupper for you know in U.S. Ryder Cup history. So right, pretty and a, and a former captain, really really cool stuff. I can't wait to see how they continue to take this on. But uh, I thought that the captaincy was good. I thought the play was good and. You know, I, I love our team. I love the, yep. what these guys are doing, and uh, they're going to continue. There's there's no doubt about it. And and I also let's not forget when we talk about Scotty Scheffler and the way he made his meteoric rise at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. This was coming off a of very successful. Did he not go? He didn't go five and zero. Oh, he went like four and zero oh no. or something, didn't he? Yeah. At the it, rider-
4: And he and Sam Burns played a lot together, but didn't actually set the world on fire. The other team, the other parts of the team, kind of held those guys up.
3: But he had a big win in the singles match over was it yeah. Rom? I think. And that yeah. and so everybody talked about that and he propelled that into this great season. So what can we expect then from those players on the, you know, winning President's Cup team this year, as well as those that stepped up on a big stage like the Tom Kim's uh of of the international side. So yeah. And
4: Zach Zach Johnson is the captain of the Ryder Cup team in twenty twenty-three, also the locker mate of my father at Augusta yeah, that's national.
3: Pretty cool. That's pretty cool stuff. Hey, I got to mention the ladies as well. How about the comeback by Lydia cove taking over the world number one for the first time since 2017. That's pretty impressive stuff. You heard Ryan Balangie talk about it. You know, she mm-hmm. was in those depths, right? She didn't even know, you know, it, it felt like she had made so many changes with equipment, caddies, coaches, all of that. And she w- was so prolific of a winner. Before that, it just was surprising she went down that road and to see her be able to dig herself back out of it, boy, she handled herself very well, jumps back to world number one, loved seeing Lydia Ko back in the mix.
4: Yeah, and she won the big event at the end of the year that that garnered the most money that has ever been paid out to a champion on the LPGA Tour, but you know what? She's a phenomenal talent. It was just a matter of time before she got squared away again and got back to her form of play and, uh, and she has, it's, it's fun to see her back at world number one. It's fun to see Nellie Kim right there. Um, the game of women's golf is in good hands right now. And I, and I really, um, I really like it. I really like it.
3: And Nellie Cortez, who you're referring to here, And and Nellie was a big story this year as well. Uh, she had that blood clot, which kept her out for a little bit, but, she, you know, was able to uh, make a return, and, and she's in good form as well. So uh, it's great stuff. Great stuff going on there on the LPGA Tour. And then let's not forget, uh, you know, as Ryan Ballinger pointed out, a yeah. heck of a story there in Stephen Alker on the PGA Tour <laughs> Champions, not to mention Bernhard Langer, one win away from tying um, Hale Irwin's record right. there on the PGA Tour Champions. All right. Hey, when we come back, we're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy. He joins the conversation next here on no Golf Radio.
1: that's 800-817-2968. Let's
7: say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? They can say yes when your bank says no. Call EasyKnock now
1: and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come
12: on.
2: You're listening to real golf radio talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One
3: day
13: you'll get
2: it. Here's Brian and Bob.
3: Welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Hope you're all having a great holiday season. Really appreciate you spending time with us each and every week here on the show. As we wrap up 23 years of real golf radio and the guy that's been with us all along is of course, everybody's favorite segment and he's everybody's favorite caddy
2: there are bag rats (laughs) and then there are caddies pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the pga tour while we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper here he is the caddy on
3: real golf radio Yeah, you know that uh, music, and it's time to bring on America's Favorite Caddy. You know, I was so excited to bring him on as I was talking. I almost forgot to play that. Did you? I wonder if he would have even spoke. Caddy, would you have even spoken to
16: us without the intro? That gentleman, my favorite
4: Christmas carol. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you know what I'm going to do? Okay. Do you remember the story about the Caddy and how we got him on the show? I do. Where were we? We
3: were, we were in between uh, Boise and Portland in my car headed to Nike kind Golf. of
4: near Pendleton.
3: Yeah. Well, we weren't quite there yet. I think we were, yeah, yeah we were, but we were between, we were on that stretch. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about it and what the idea might be. Mm-hmm. And you said,
4: I got the guy. And I got the guy. You called him right then. I called him right on the spot. Mm hmm. And Caddy said, sure, I'll do that.
3: <laughs> and then there was those scheduling days, like, like, okay, has Caddy got an early tea time or a late tea time? Yes. <laughs> He's a little more available now. What's up, Caddy?
16: You know you're from Idaho when you say Boise. Because yeah. everybody else says Boise, right? Incorrectly. I mean, come on. Incorrectly, I might add. Yes, yes. Yep. I've been to Moscow.
3: I've been to her too. Yeah, it's Moscow, but yeah,
16: Moscow. Yeah, I think that's Russia. I didn't. Say, I didn't say I was from Idaho. Hey, so it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. Yeah. Wow. I'm in beautiful Arizona, which is a place I'd highly recommend over say Minnesota, where everybody where I am is from. Oh, really? They all they all left Minnesota. That's why they're smart. Mm. I mean, so, it's a beautiful place.
3: We just offended all our Minnesota listeners, but no, <clears throat> I, no, I get no, your they, point. Although I, you started out by singing, it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas while you're in Arizona, and then you drop in Minnesota. I would think it feels more like Christmas in Minnesota than Arizona. Well, if you're in Flagstaff. We, uh, he's not in Flagstaff.
4: No, he's not. Well... Isn't this a golf show? You started it with the carols. <laughs> I did. I can go down.
16: I there's no there's no river I can get down with there's boring public cut offs on the side on the way down there. There is no river that it, I
3: can. I'm not going to take the bait on that. We're not talking your river story. Right. Okay, let's go to <laughs> let's let's jump on and Happy Holidays to you as well, Caddy. Let's let's talk Thanks. about this as we and and you know look back on 2022 it is very difficult to talk about what the storylines were without just going right to the emergence and launch of Live Golf and all of the offshoots uh, that came from that one thing. So... Players leaving the PGA Tour, Phil falling from grace, not there to defend the PGA Championship as the oldest major championship winner. The war of words between the players, the divided fan base, lawsuits and countersuits. PGA Tour's response, the PGA Tour players' response. I mean, this could actually be like the you know Twelve Days of Christmas song if we wanted to put it to music. But uh, wh- what's your what's your thoughts as you look back on this year? As it relates to live golf and its impact on the game.
16: Well, I think most people, if you said what was the one thing in the year that you'd say was the most momentous thing or the most, it would clearly be bones going back to caddy. There's no question. That's the number one. Maybe I'm looking from a caddie's perspective. Of our own frame of reference. That's yes, all. indeed. You know what's. A lot of people couldn't care less about the live and the tour, whatever. A lot of people are very focused on it. Um, It it runs, it runs quite the gamut. I just talked to my sister recently, who's down in Australia and had, she she said, is there something like other thing going on in golf? I heard about it just the other day. (laughs) You are down under, you're definitely, do they have communications out, down there or is she generally I mean, a
3: golf fan, though?
16: No. Okay. No. She's very intelligent.
3: Oh, so she. <laughs> wait. Now you're going to offend all golf fans just like that. Okay. <laughs> all right. I, Started I, with I, Minnesota.
16: I wasn't making any inferences, and I myself am a golf fan.
3: So. <laughs> all right. Well, are you going with that roundabout, uh, Dodge? Are you going to uh, comment on the live golf story?
16: I don't know. There's, I don't. I can't add anything to it. It's been talked about, bandied around. I mean, okay, so we know who's playing pretty much, and we know that they're getting a lot of money, and we know that the tours change things, and everybody, on the tours gonna be getting a lot of money, and everybody's gonna get a lot of money. It's all about the money, money, money. There, wow. Anyway,
3: we got the music going. <laughs> we got musical caddies uh, for this week. I love it. <laughs> hey, uh, so Hello, let me just. Jesse J. Very good. Let me put it this way. Is, was the live golf emergence, was it good for the tour or was it good for professional golf?
16: I'd say so far, probably not bad so far. Um, let's look at the results right now. The results right now are... Pretty much the tour hasn't really lost too many guys. A couple of guys that you'd uh, be nice if he was playing. But for the most part, yeah. And um, the purses are up more on the tour than I think they might have been without it. And then you got a bunch of guys who went over there, a real happy you know, Pat Perez with the great world's greatest retirement program. Um, I don't think it's taken away from didn't take away from anything at the majors. Um, I don't know that it's really taken away from much at tour events, which kind of is an indication of it's not getting much viewership when for the live events. So, so far I'd say no, but I think it is bad for the game overall. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I think it's bad for the game because I don't think it's ever good to, um, there's any publicity is good publicity. We know this. But I just think the fact that some of the players are ranking on other guys and
4: saying some eh, that's just that's not golf. That's yeah, not, the animosity between players. Yeah, they're all gambling at Bushwood. <laughs> that's that's golf, right? That's golf. Bushwood is golf. So anyway, what, yeah, what the animosity. Do think, what do you think from a player standpoint, especially on the PGA Tour? We know what the what cut and dried the money's like on live and that it was going to be, you know, X number of events, 4 million in events, everything that's going on. The PGA tour really kind of stepped it up. They're the ones that, that have now have these elite events. They're getting the best players on the PGA tour to play 18 to 20 events. Um, not only have they include the DP world tour, but now they're included including the Korean professional golf tour in their kind of umbrella, so to speak. Um, It's almost like the PGA tour is extending its reach and maximizing its potential right now because of what happened.
16: They sure have done a good job of that doing just what you mentioned. They've uh, kind of put a lasso around the world. Um, That includes a lot of things except for live golf. So that's, that's pretty, I was just, here's what I'm thinking. Um, so I think there's a place in golf, certainly for happy Gilmore and the movie. And I think there's a place in golf for people playing cross country golf across the golf course, wearing shorts and t-shirts. And there's a place in golf for loud music when you're playing around a golf. There's, but, At the, at the highest levels of the game for competition, if you had to think what, what comes to mind, if you think golf, that what attracted us to play golf when we were younger, when we were, what, what got us into it? And when it came to the, to the top end of the game, what's the number one thing, name the event or the couple events that you say, okay, here's the flagship of golf. What are they? Master's right. A lot of people US are going to say the, and the, and the open championship, open championship. right. And for so the majors, basically the PGA, but certainly a lot of people, we, a lot of us think of the masters right away. Um, and everywhere, everywhere around uh, else around the world, I think the open championship right away. Okay. Let's look at how those are conducted. Uh, would you think those would be better as a shotgun with 54 holes? <laughs> I mean, it, that's a, that's a joke, right? That's not even a, it's like it's, it's laughable, right? Okay. So clearly, clearly they've kind of, after 7,000 years of playing golf, they've kind of figured out how it works pretty well. And at that very highest level, do we, are we going to have, um, when we go to the masters, are we going to improve it by having music on the driving range?
4: Five, mm. six, or a shotgun start.
16: Or are we are we going to improve it by having fun stuff for you know kids and families to do while they're on the grounds of Augusta National, but they don't want to watch golf? Is there any of that that we can think of that would help the Masters? No, it's it, it's the opposite, right? We don't want to make it a carnival. I don't I don't like professional golf. I like professional golf being kind of stiff upper lip and very respectful traditions um, of the game. i am never going to. Yeah. Traditions of the, I think golf as a sport is, is unique, not completely, but versus other sports. There's just a lot of tradition in it. And I think that's its strength, not its weakness. I think that's what attracts people to it. Um, and you can say, well, you got to get kids involved. They have no attention span and they got to do this. I mean, I get it. Make a, make a little six hole par three course. That's cool. But don't, play a major championship as a six hole par three course with music. Um, so in other words, I think there's a place kind of for the carnival of the live. Um, but it's a sideshow as far as you can't equate it with the highest levels of professional golf. Sorry, I sound like a fuddy duddy, but I really feel like that.
3: See, there's the comment I was looking for. Well spoken, I like Caddy. I love that. Hey, yep. we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. More with the Caddy. I want to talk about these majors that you've already introduced and uh, what a year it was for the majors. We'll get your thoughts on that
13: next, right here on Real Golf Radio. Sometimes, less is more, like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more, like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology, like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw, from Callaway.
4: With just under four weeks till Christmas, are you stressing over what to get for everyone on your list? Shakers Quality Goods specializes in seasonal Texas products superior in quality and taste. I'm telling you I've not tasted better pecans or grapefruit in my life. I hated pecans until I tasted them from Shakers. The grapefruits are like candy, and sweet and salty roasted pecans are the bomb. Go to ShakersQualityGoods.com before they sell out and enter code REALGOLF for a 15% discount. You won't regret it. That's shakersqualitygoods.com or on Instagram at shakers.quality.goods.
13: When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers.
9: Really? I just think about smashing it.
13: When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know. But I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think... Of oh, that's bomb! With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Smoked it. Bombed. See ya. Think speed. Go rogue. With Callaway, the kings of distance.
3: By now, you've probably heard about the new golf resort coming to St. George, Utah, Black Desert Resort at Entrada. This is going to revolutionize what Utah has to offer in a year-round one-stop golf and vacation experience. At Black Desert Resort, you'll get to play the new 19-hole Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course, hone your game at the -the state-of-the-art practice facility, and have a blast on the 36-hole putting course. And that's just getting started. Black Desert Resort features a resort center hotel, several residential villages designed for your vacation mood, including a family village offering endless fun in the water park. On-site shopping, dining, spa, hiking and biking trails Just begin to describe Black Desert Resort Situated below Snow Canyon and close to everything Explore the exclusive real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com That's blackdesertresort.com Black Desert Resort at Entrada Unlike anything you've experienced before If you
14: can find more distance You get that much more of an edge
15: the ball has to perform consistently in every condition to gain an edge i need to see the breaks other people can't
12: that's why i play chromesoft xos that's why i play chromesoft x
15: that's why i play a chromesoft Truvis.
2: To real golf radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All
3: right, welcome back to the show, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks again for joining us here as we wrap up the year. It's the holiday season, New Year's upon us, and uh, kind of wrapping up 2022. We just talked a lot about live with the caddy and uh, some great statements that uh, the caddy just made, and I like that. There's a place for the carnival, but it isn't at the highest level of the game. I think that's. I think that's the the real. The real battle, isn't it? Uh, one, the live live group saying, you know, we want to be taken as seriously as as the majors and the PGA Tour, but we're going to go about it in a different way, which makes it difficult to take them seriously in, in a lot of ways. So anyway, good good comments there. Let's jump to the majors. Caddy, how good were the majors this year with the, you know, the Masters? You got the crowning of of Scotty Scheffler and, and the him being a major championship, world number one. You also had Tiger giving it a go and made the cut there. The PGA championship um, with Justin Thomas battling and Wills Alatoris. Southern Hills was was great. Tiger again made the cut and then had to withdraw. The US Open, oh Brookline? Are you kidding me? Uh, and the those storylines and then right into the 150th open at the old course. I mean, we were in for a real treat this year with the majors.
16: They were all really good, weren't they? It was a great it was a great major year. But so when I think back to Augusta this year, the Masters, the shot that jumps out at me was Scotty Scheffler's shot on Saturday after he drove at the trees on 18. Mm-hmm. Remember that shot? eye needles with a three iron or whatever. That was ridiculous. And he almost made it. And I can't remember. I don't think he made the putt, but that was that shot. I think kind of, I think that was the difference between him winning the tournament. And not actually, cause he could have made double or triple there all of a sudden. And then I was yeah. like, Oh you know, yeah. here goes confidence. Here goes this and that. So that's the shot that sticks out in my mind from the masters, the U S open. Um, I think would what's in my mind about the U S open is how good did Matthew Fitzpatrick hit it yeah. in the final round? I mean, he hit it so good until that tee shot on 18. That was impressive. Ball striking, man. I mean, wow. Yeah. And it yeah, was, the it miss, was a comp- the miss off the tee on 18, just set up the dramatic,
3: amazing shot that he pulled yeah. off to win
4: from the bunker.
16: Yeah. Yeah. That was a heck of a shot. And, um, Dallas played great. He had a good putt on 18.
4: Um, yeah, he, he, and, he rolled it right over the edge, the upper edge. Yeah. And I we go to, to the, get into the another P- playoff for the second one in a row.
16: That's right. And the PGA championship, I actually didn't get to watch it. I'm kind of bummed. I didn't see the very end there with uh Mito's tee shot. And then on 18, the, you know, the, the rough swing he had there. And then the, I missed the play. I didn't get to see it, but, it was obviously a great championship. I saw I saw the first couple of days, but I didn't get to watch Sunday's round. But that was obviously a pretty pretty awesome championship. Anytime you're in a playoff, right? So, um, and JT just you know he did he did JT like stuff in the playoffs, didn't he?
11: Yeah. So,
16: and then uh, the, the uh, well the Open Championship. I mean, wow that that was so good. It, and Rory had it locked up and going to the what tenth eleventh hole. It looked like you kind of had this feeling, like, oh, he's playing so good, but he should be a couple shots better. He yes. should be, he gonna get the birdies, but he didn't have to either. And then Cam Smith did Cam Smith things. What, what a yeah, that back nine that is crazy. Is, does anybody has Bob? Can we think of that guy's just got ice water in his veins when does you, he cannot miss a ten foot putt when he has to make it? He just
4: can't. <laughs> it's going dead center. Just like yeah, whatever. It's go, that's going in, that he did, he, you know. And he, he was he was so close at the Masters. Um, Brian yep. and I were standing there listening to him talk to the media um, after he finished his round, and he was gutted. He he felt um, he felt like he let one slip away there at the Masters when Scottie Scheffler won, and then to yep. later on see him turn around and put the charge on on the back nine on Rory and just rip it away from Rory. Yeah, and that – if
16: Rory – Rory's probably got one more shot at a St. Andrews British, right, Open yeah. Championship. Probably one more shot realistically. Because they come along with every eight or ten years. It's not like they happen that often. So that's uh, – I wonder if that's the toughest loss of his career. I I bet it is. I bet that's the toughest one. The Masters, when he – had the league going at the back nine. Still yeah. very young.
4: Yeah, but he was too young. Yeah. But yeah, you know what think, the I interesting think... thing is? When they wanted Jack to come back as his swan song at the Open Championship, they moved the Open Championship from an 8- to 10-year rotation down to a 5-year rotation. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that with Tiger as well. Yeah, you could
16: see that. That would be uh, that would not be surprising.
4: You're talking about the
3: master you know, they they played at the old course in two thousand when Tiger won, and then they brought yeah. it back in two thousand five when Tiger Correct. won again and Jack did his final. Yeah, yeah, good point.
16: You know you're good when they move the date of the open championship to accommodate your retirement.
3: Well, we all knew Jack was good That's anyway. I think you were pretty good. Hey, can I ask you this? Can I ask you this? How cool was the celebration of champions event at the old course on that? I mean, seeing Tiger and Lee Buck out there and, you know, just these, the Watson, the old guys that were all out there just playing those few holes. I loved that. And, you know, I, I kind of like the the idea that you've got the nostalgia built in before the tournament. That's why I've always loved the par three contest and seeing the past champions out there, you know, before the real tournament begins. And I just thought the celebration of champions event was, was, was epic at, at, at the old course this year.
16: Here's how, you know, how cool an event is really. When the t- when the number one, two, three, and four players in the world are pulling out their phones and saying, Can I get a picture? <laughs> you know it's cool. that's the that's the that's the test right there. Oh, I gotta get a picture. Can I get a picture? Thank you. Did you see Nellie Corda? Was it Nelly or just? It was, it Nelly, was Nelly, wasn't it? Me, yeah. Nelly. Yeah, yeah, Tiger for the first time. Did you see that?
3: Last year, yeah.
16: Oh, that was so so cool. When she, how nervous she was. She was <laughs> like a little, little girl, like, well, you know. It was great. It was great. I, 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 love that stuff. But man, it's funny because when I was the first time you meet Jack Nicholas or Tom Watson or something, it's like, you know. Of course, Bob knew him since he was two years old. But for Brian, for you and me, it's a little different, right? So, um, the first time you do that, it's it's just it's a really really cool thing. And, but having been quite a bit older than Tiger Woods, when I watch someone younger meet Tiger and they're just beside themselves, I kind of look at it and go, what's the big deal? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's Tiger. He's not a hundred years old or something. I mean, he's, but then I, I think, wow, yeah, Tiger, Tiger looks old to these young people. That's the scary thought. <laughs> he still doesn't look old to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know here's a,
3: always here's a fun tiger story caddy so uh there was a lot made about annika uh going up at the match and introducing her it was her son to uh to tiger and he shook his hand and said hi i'm tiger and people were kind of blown away by that they're like he said he introduced himself as tiger you know and uh and so it was going along and i and i i remember bob you'll remember this your dad took us up to the champions locker room one year at Augusta yep. and we were sitting in there and Tiger was the only one in there. So it was, it was Billy, Bob and me and Tiger. And so Ty, Billy introduces us as we're sitting at this table. And of course I couldn't help myself. So I stood up and go over and shake his hand and he, he extends his hand and he said, hi, I'm Tiger. And I just was like, yeah, right. Like I don't know who you are, but I think, <laughs> but, but so now that was, that was what? 17 years ago. And he yeah. still does that too when he introduced himself to Annika's son. So I think that's just, again, how he was raised. You introduce yourself, doesn't just assume that everybody knows who he is, even though he knows everybody knows who he is. But I thought that was kind of cool.
16: Well, it's not like he's Mother Teresa. I mean, he's pretty well known around the world, but not that well known. <laughs> no, no. I was I, wondering I, where I you were going it. there. I, I, don't, I don't really know where. You know, you, you, it's like they said one time. Uh, was it Reggie Jackson or somebody they, you know, if you, you make enough swings, you're going to strike out a lot, but you're going to hit some home runs too. And that's what I strike out a lot. And that was a strikeout. That was a strikeout. Anyway, right. um, yeah. Strike um, yeah. I, I'll i tell you what, when you said going up into the champions locker room, um, I I've never, you, you lost me.
3: I, no, I was saying I lost you there when I said champions locker room.
16: Well, no, I've never been in it. And, the, I'll tell you what I would have – what I think would have been really cool, and it's not going to happen, is it would have been really neat to be up there when Sam Snead was holding court. That would have been cool.
4: Brian, that are you, set, are you setting me big. up?
3: Are you setting me up, Caddy? Maybe
16: a little bit.
4: Yeah. That was the very first time Brian had been to the Masters. Which is ridiculous oh, to think
16: about it. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> when, when you're there as a guest of a past champion – and it happens to be a Tuesday of the champion's dinner. And it happens to be in the middle of a rain delay, which brings everybody to the champion's locker room. And said champion invites you in to, to hang out, which I don't think they let oh, happen anymore. It was like, I, I seriously, all I could think was, I don't belong here. <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> but that was pretty neat. That was neat,
16: but so. it's not for like leaving and you wish you had a cell phone to record all the festivities oh. because that one could not go out for public consumption, though not if Sam was doing it.
3: Oh, the so. the uh, the actual recording—if we did it, yeah, yeah.
16: Oh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Not safe for work. Yeah.
3: So, much. along those so. same lines, since you set me up, Caddy, Billy took me over and introduced me to Arnold Palmer when he walked in the room, and Arnold Mr. Palmer, Palmer. same thing. He shook my hand. And Billy told him that I did, we did a radio show, and he goes, okay, go ahead. Now, if you can picture standing in the middle of a Champions locker room, which is not very big, and there's probably 20 past Champions all crowded in there, and Arnold basically says, yeah, go ahead, like, like, start interviewing me. Can, can, can you can you imagine? First of all, there's no electronic devices allowed, which I didn't have any, of course.
4: Yeah, that was taboo. Yeah, if we would have. Second of all,
3: can you imagine the kind of pressure standing in that room, interviewing Arnold Palmer in front of all of those guys? Give me a
16: break. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> there's no chance. Like, oh man, I've told you. Have we brought up on the show about um? My, my, uh, my last conversation with Seve at the masters. I don't know, but it's worth telling. I think go. So Dude. I'm on the range, got my whites on. I'm on the range waiting for my player and, uh, talking to this, the same guy is always there. One of the green jackets we call him, right? And he's always there. Nice guy. And here comes Seve. And I looked at him, I looked at the Augusta member and I said, you're in for a treat. Wait, you see what's gonna happen next. So Sebi walks right up to me and he doesn't say a word and he just puts his hand out like he wants me to talk. So I looked at him and I said, How you doing today, Sebi? And he goes he goes, How you doing today, Sebi? And he's like, Come on, come on, come on, come on. He just wanted me to talk and he repeated everything I said word for word. Really? So I was I'm saying it's very nice today on the on the range here. They go the hey and he'd go, "Hey, it's very nice on the range? It was hilarious for five or ten minutes straight. He's just repeating it and he's like laughing and just getting a kick out of hearing me do his voice imitation. And we go on. It's probably five minutes. We did. It was a long time. And um, then he went. You know, he had enough and he went to go hit some balls. And that's the last time I spoke to him at the Masters. That's that was pretty neat. I remember that like it was yesterday.
3: That's pretty neat. Really good yeah, stuff. That Really good stuff. Well, Caddy, we appreciate you sharing some stories, man. Uh, really appreciate it. Good stuff. It's been a fun year. It's been a crazy year. But you know what? Thanks for uh, all the time that you spend in jumping on. I know our listeners love tuning in. Uh, Bob has mentioned to me that he knows of those that set their uh, drive into work to be able to listen to the Caddy while they do it. So uh, really cool stuff. And uh, we always appreciate what you contribute to the show, man. Happy holidays.
16: Thanks. and. I feel so much pressure now, but <laughs> no, you don't. No, nah, I'm just. Kidding. No, I don't. You're right. Well, <laughs> happy happy holidays to everybody out there listening, and uh, as we say, thank you, gentlemen. There it is. That's America's
3: favorite caddy right here on Real Golf Radio, wrapping up a 23rd season of the show and the year 2022. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. Thanks for being with us here on Real
5: Golf Radio.
2: You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
13: One day you'll get it.
2: Here's Brian and Bob. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Final show of
3: 2022, final show of our 23rd year of doing Real Golf Radio. I just got to take a second and thank Dave Glauzer, our producer who puts the show together for us each and every week, does a great job. He's been with us for over 20 years, and uh, we certainly appreciate his involvement. I want to thank all the stations and uh, those engineers of the stations that, that pick us up and carry the show. I want to thank all of our sponsors who have been uh, not only great supporters of the show, but great friends as mm-hmm. well, and the experiences that we've been able to have, and them allowing uh, their support allowing us to be able to do what we do each week, and have done for the last 23 years. is pretty cool stuff. So uh, then, thank you. Uh, and, and to all the guests that come on, the caddy and to, you know, Jeff Babino's, and Rood's and um, Rex Brian Hogger's, Balange's, and all the people that just are there to, to support Rex us. Rex yep. They're, they're fantastic. Uh, they bring great insight and, and we've loved doing this show and look forward to, to continuing to do that coming up next year. And then, and so, of course, got to say thanks to my partner here, Bob Casper, who's, uh, you know, lends credibility to the show, great insights, and uh, have enjoyed uh, the, the, the partnership and the friendship uh, from the show and the business side as well. So, yeah, thanks, Matt. I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, that's going to do it. That's going to bring us to the close. You know, we... <laughs> What will 23 bring? That's what we're, that's what we're here for, right? Yeah. That's, that's what we're going to tune in to find out. But from what I saw in 22, amidst the chaos and the distraction, there was a lot of great golf and a lot of players that stepped up and a lot of compelling storylines. And that's what I'm looking forward to. And I hope you enjoy it as well. That's going to do it for us. For my pal Bob, I'm Brian. Happy
16: Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for the video game review. We'll review games. We'll give away a brand new game. We'll talk cheat codes, new releases, and your calls as well. That's right here every Sunday night on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
9: Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. A special news and update station you control. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk.